Welcome to Whatever Works, our unique fortnightly podcast in which we talk about whatever works in our lives and in the lives of our community members. Find us at whateverworks.works. And why not join our community? Simply search for Whatever Works at mewe.com and get stuck in. One, two, three, four. Bicycles, bicycles testing. Right, that one's recording. Oh, here he comes. He's coming back, Luke. You know, while you get your lawn mowed, one day I am going to mess up my recording deliberately so that I have to use this Zoom recording that I have recorded week after week after week for a hundred years and never needed. Yeah, me too. Of course, you know that's tempting fate. We'll have a complete audio collapse now that I've said that. We will if this blooming lawnmower bloke doesn't clear off. That's I'm right. sick of it. We've got Can a guest this week. We've got a guest <laughs> this week. Lawnmower bloke. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this on the road and, and we'll ignore the stupid lawnmower bloke. Whatever works. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show once again. It's now towards the end of January, would you believe? And the lights, the nights are getting lighter, as Ooh, they say. Yes. And heading to. Hello, Aidan. How are you? I'm very well, Ted. I'm very well. Thank you. Hello, lawnmower bloke. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, you, you've had an exciting week with some work, I hear. I had an... Yeah, I, um, how does this start? About two weeks ago, I did an online casting, as one does, being a thespian darling, you know, submitting for adverts, which I do all the time, and I never get them. Well, lo and behold, I actually got an advert. Two, uh, Thursday last week, I heard that I will would be shooting an advert the following Thursday for Betfair. Um, I believe it's a betting oh, app right. or a betting company. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I panicked. I put myself into self-imposed lockdown because it was very strictly COVID uh, organised. And had I, had I tested positive, I wouldn't have been able to do the job. So <laughs> my mother right. and I cancelled everything, ordered food from Tesco and went back into lockdown for a week, which was an interesting <laughs> experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did indeed. I spent Thursday um, at the racecourses don't you know, um, which was great fun. Which and, one? Um, it was Cheltenham, Cheltenham Racecourse. Cheltenham. Cheltenham. Cheltenham, went up Wednesday night. Spent, <laughs> You're so posh. Spent Thursday at Cheltenham Racecourse, I. <laughs> oh, you wait till you see it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm dressed as Del Boy. <laughs> you won't oh, be you? calling me posh after that yeah. one. So keep is an eye out. Be, is, it, is it going to be on the telly? It's going to be on telly. You'll get to see oh. me. You'll say, oh, I know him. He's that idiot that does that funny podcast <laughs> with the other man. Yeah. Very good. Well done. Well, I'm glad you got some work and Thank you, um, sir. Some, something interesting to do. Anyway, it's a bit of a makes a bit of a change, doesn't it? So I came home and and, and thought, yippee, I'm free, and went shopping, and now I'm here with a cup of tea, waiting to tell you about what works or doesn't. Very good, and what doesn't work, which we'll come to in room 101. This is show 154, and um, don't forget that whatever works dot works is where you'll find links to all the stuff. That's our website, links to everything going out from there, including the previous shows. Um, MeWe Group is in the usual place. Guess what? It's in MeWe. <laughs> and link in the show notes to join us in the MeWe Group. Do tell us whatever works in your life via that medium. And tedsalmon.com for me. Links out from every, uh, from there to everything I do. And aidenbell.com if you've got an advert to shoot, you can sign him up. Very nicely spuck, Ted. I should say, you haven't done a podcast for a while, have you? So, well done, sir. Yeah, (laughs) they've been packed in this weekend. Three podcasts in 24 hours. How about that? People Great will be work, Ted. Even more sick of my. The no, sound no, no, of my no, voice. Ted. As somebody who partakes on them with you, I can tell you, everybody very, very much appreciates everything you do and the podcasts you produce. And long may oh. you continue to do so, sir. 
Oh, and that's sweet. That's I so salute nice you with my tea. Thank you so much. <laughs> <clears throat> Thank oh, you very great. much. Well, Gareth Williams is first. Right, here we go. Feedback from the group. Mm-hmm. The X... So no, I'll say that again. The QTXPAV10. Well, I'm glad you got that right, Ted. I wouldn't have had a clue yes. if you hadn't said that. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, apparently this is a karaoke thingy ah, machine. Okay which I've never heard of, um, we decided to have some karaoke-style atam- entertainment over the holiday season, says Gareth, and so I picked up this bundle. It's excellent. It has great connectivity and output, as well as a built-in DVD player. It also comes with two UHF mics. It also has a built-in battery, so it can be used out and about, if we are ever allowed again, he says. <laughs> Many years... Well, you are now. Oh, no, you live in Wales, don't you, Gareth? Perhaps you're not, then. Not quite so much as England, anyway. Many years ago, I used to do some DJ work in the pubs and clubs of old London town, and this brought back some fond memories. Um, I'm not so sure about the neighbours' thoughts, though. Sounds like it must be very loud. I'm just looking at this on on, on Amazon, of course, as we speak. This is a serious bit of kit, isn't it, Ted? These are decent-sized speakers. These are are really going to pump it out. Two times 10-inch 100 watts. No wonder... And that also accounts for the price, yeah, which is yeah. quite steep, but um, not bad at all. Sorry, I interrupted your flow. So. 56 quid. Indeed, wow. indeed. I was just going to say that I'm, I haven't done karaoke for years. And the only time that I ever did karaoke was when we were just drunk and down the pub. And, you know, I, I, I know people do it seriously. And obviously, Gareth, if, he, if he's doing it in his house, um, they probably are doing it more seriously and for good fun. But, um, yeah, to me, it was just like a kind of drunken yeah. thing to do and <laughs> it's just you know I can't imagine trying to do it seriously really it's difficult for me to comment because I am uh, or have been a professional singer and so it's sort of strange to, karaoke is odd territory for me I'm not really something I particularly want to partake in but that said I'm looking still at the pictures and this does look like a very very nice device it's a beast isn't it it is yeah. a beast I mean you wouldn't uh, even have to yeah. do karaoke with it this would be very good as a PA system for fates yes. and events yeah. and, and yeah. all sorts of things and solo performers yeah. it, I mean the fact that it's got a DVD uh, video in there is fantastic so that it, w- it functions as a karaoke device but you could also use it as I say just as a, as a rather excellent looking um, PA you must attach a screen to it the, the, for the DVD player. Yeah, I'm wondering about that too. Yes, yeah, but I'm must, not. Must, oh yes, I'm seeing output. Yes, they've got they got out. Yeah, you plug it. You must plug it out. Too. Oh, you've seen all the stuff on the back. Yes, Diamond. indeed. Yeah, because a lot no, of I mean, you know, the karaoke of course involves now screens and bouncing ball lyrics and all sorts of jazz. So that's presumably wow. what all this is for. Look at all those knobs and buttons. There you go, Ted. You see. And LED displays. That's Might lovely, even be worth listening to somebody screeching out Titanic <laughs> if you get to play with those knobs and buttons. Ever so expensive, though, isn't it? But, um, yeah. Yeah, but we've always you said you, 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 if, if it's something that, you, that works for you, you know, other people wouldn't pay that much money for a coffee machine. <laughs> I would. <laughs> <laughs> OK, let's, yes, let indeed. me tell you about something that costs a little bit less. This is a purchase of mine, which I hinted at a couple of shows back. Um, uh, you may remember we were talking about um, uh, menus and digital. I, I, that's right. I was getting very upset about digital timers and how I couldn't cope with the menus. And I was saying Vivla analog and buying analog timers. Uh, and we talked about menus in general. And I said that I was buying a radiator which had what looked as if it was going to be a very complicated menu system. Well, oh, yeah. I have to report 
the point of the of the radiator that I bought was because my studio has uh, in ceiling heating, which I think I've spoken about before on the show that my father put in there. But it's now a good 40, 50 years old and not functioning as well as it should. Uh, so I bought a radiator to supplement the heating in my studio. And I'm very, very pleased with it. I went to B&Q. It's actually not an Amazon purchase. Now, there's a rarity on the show. <laughs> I went to B&Q in my car and I picked it up with my very hands and brought it home. And for the price of 82 quid, I have, um, it's a convector heater. So it's not a conventional oil radiator. I believe it's got a whacking great piece of stone in the middle of it, which oh, heats right. up and it's, um, so the stone heats up and then the heat dissipates from the stone slowly. Mm. Apparently it's, it's a little bit more efficient and a little bit more um, financially efficient as well. And I am delighted to say that the menu wasn't as complicated as I'd feared. The menu works fine. I've got it set up. It comes on in the morning before I get my lazy ass out of bed. So the studio is nice and peachy when I come in. It goes off in the afternoon. Uh, wall mounting was relatively straightforward. It sits on the wall. It comes on. It goes off. And it's really efficient. I mean, I have it set down at 18 degrees and my studio pumps up to about 20, 21 degrees with this thing on. Um, obviously, there's a there's a difference between the thermostat that's built into this and the thermostat that's on my wall and the fact that it's near the window. You know, you have to consider all these things. I'm really happy with it. It's a very efficient. I haven't had a, an electricity bill since. I can't tell you what it's done to my poor mother's Alecki bill. Mm. But um, <laughs> it's really I'm very, very happy with it. it. It's one of those products that I often bring on the show and say, well, I can't tell you much because it just sits there and does what it does. But what it does, it does extremely efficiently. A peachy, lovely heater, 82 pounds from B&Q. When I've had these storage heaters before, um, yeah. if it's got a lump of something in the middle of it, I guess it is a storage heater, really, even though it's a convection heater. Yes. Um, the, uh, the One of the things I used to hate about those storage heaters was that if it suddenly got warm... The, the, the atmosphere, the sun came out and it was suddenly hot. There was no way to cool it down, short of getting a bucket of water and Oh, that's it true. Yes, yes. If it's, if it's hot, you just want to wait for it to cool down again. But obviously in your situation, um, it, it works really well. So yes, because I'm, I mean, most people are not allergic to warmth in the same way that you are, Dave. <laughs> Other people would go, oh, lovely, it's been complimented by the sunlight as well. How charming. Um, yes. But no, I take the point, um, which is why I'm, I'm still playing around a little bit with the on and off time because it does take a little while to come on and heat up. But then, conversely, once you turn it off, conversely, there's a gag, um, <laughs> it takes quite a while to go off again when you switch it off at the end of the day. Right, OK. Well, it looks very nice, though. And, yeah, good price. And I could understand the menu. Whoop, whoop. Woo, woo. Yeah, very good indeed. <laughs> now, talking about knobs and buttons, which we were just indeed. now, um, with Gareth's item, I decided that I was fed up with crawling around the back of my computer every time I did a podcast to plug in my um, take take away the the 3.5 millimeter audio yes. to my speaker and plugging in the headphones one so I went on the lookout for a switch and I thought to myself when I'm looking for a switch I might try and find one that's got a volume control built in sure enough the link for stereo audio switch was the thing I found and it's really really nice it's ever so dinky um and I, I was I was amazed at how small it was it's about kind of three inches by two by one um and it's got a button um on the top 
left to switch between one input and the other. So it's a, a press in, press out one. Then on the right hand side, there's a mute button, which mutes whatever's plugs into it. And in the middle, it's got a old fashioned proper turning yes, volume knob. Yes, a potentiometer. Brilliant. <laughs> Yay. So what you do is you plug, you get a cable, a 3.5 millimeter, and you plug it in from the back of the computer into the um, input on the box, this little box, which incidentally is made of metal. It's really solid. Um, and then on the back, there's two 3.5 millimeter outlets and you plug one into your speaker and one into your headphones. And Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt, and you just press the button on the left when you want to switch between the two. Use the knob in the middle to to control the volume, and which it does for either the speakers or the um, the headphones, obviously. And that's it. It's done. It's job done. And it's a, a bit like the old um, stream deck, really. It's like having something yes. with physical <clears throat> buttons and, and dials and knobs. And it just works brilliantly. I, I love it. It's really, really good. And um, I, it costs about 20 quid. How much is it today? £20.99. Yeah, so uh, you could argue that you could do it cheaper. And I'm sure that if you didn't mind filling about with dongles and stuff, yes, you could yes, do it cheaper. Yes. But this is just a really nice, old-fashioned feeling, um, proper old switch. I'm sure you'd love it. I would love it, Ted. Of course, I've come across these before. I've had them in my studio before, but not with a volume control in middle like this. This is very yeah. nice. Um, yeah, and I've also had, I've got somewhere that's very similar for monitors, I had a situation where I had two different computers sharing a monitor, and you can do you can again you can have a switch that that, that throws between one and the other. Um, but th this is very nice. I I totally agree with you, sir. It looks lovely. I've, I did actually, as you know, I mentioned to you privately. I said, "Oh, Ted, maybe you could save your money. I've probably got one in a drawer somewhere." But I wouldn't yeah. have one in a drawer somewhere anything like as sexy and cute and knobful as this one. So well done, sir. Yeah, yeah, really, really nice. I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying having it as part of my setup, my kit. So, so there. More knobs and buttons this time from Andy Warden. Andy Warden brings us the Denon. More numbers here. RCD-M41DAB. <laughs> And he says, I guess it's a still using to some degree. I just wanted to give a big thumbs up to this little baby I purchased from eBay some two years ago. It cost me £180, including the Denon speakers and postage. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about a rather nice, sexy, again, looking um, audio um what would you yeah. call it? Hi-Fi system. It's a perfect mm. setup for those with little space and a tight budget. The sound is superb and very rich. It would make a great media centre with two optical inputs out plus Bluetooth. There you go, Ted, Bluetooth. I've been rediscovering all my old CDs <laughs> and enjoying every minute. Still selling new at around £350. Add another 80 if you want the speakers. So I believe he's actually selling this one. This is a, this is a for sale coming from Oh, Andy is it Warden. a for sale? Yes, I think he's actually offering oh, his right. for sale. Um, ah, I, I don't that. see the price it cost me 180 maybe he anyway get in touch uh if you're interested in this good listener and i must say i was slightly tempted until no 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 i don't think he is selling you don't think it. he is, selling, think he is it. selling it he's saying still selling new at the shop at around oh, and add 80, and add 80. Yeah, yeah, sorry yeah, yeah, apologies yeah. andy if you're inundated with people <laughs> wanting to buy something uh, you have no intention of selling um <laughs> but I, I i must say it, it does look a lovely little device i'm weird and i'm not into miniature i would prefer it to be twice as big full size but that's just because I'm odd. Um, Denon is fabulous. I had a Denon amp for many, many, many years during my late teens and 20s uh, and 30s. And I think Denon is fantastic stuff. So nice yeah. one, Andy. Don't sell it. Well, Keep hold of I it. It's agree. a lovely piece of kit. Yeah, I would agree. I, I and, and I've had these um, 
kind of mid-size ones before as well. I'm not sure if it was denim, but it was a similar make from um, Richer Sounds back in the day. Yes. Um, and that I, I know what you're saying about full-width ones as well, and I, I do like those as well. But these little dinky ones were actually, as um, Andy says, if you're pushed for space or whatever, they do look ra- They look really yes. neat. Yes, yes. And, you, and you, can put, you can stack them on top of each other and it, have a, a cassette deck as well if you want to. My trouble is now that I've got no medium left. I've got, I've got no CDs. I've got no tapes, nothing. Yes. So it'd be a bit, a bit lost on me, really. <laughs> I do remember. It's a bit better before-ish. I remember when, when Minidisc was still quite a thing and I needed a player for yeah. the studio and I couldn't buy a full-size Minidisc player because everyone mm. had gone mini. Everyone had gone, look at this, you can have right. a Minidisc player the size of an egg box. Isn't that wonderful? Right. And I was shrieking, yeah. no, it's not wonderful. I want it in my studio and I want knobs and buttons on it. So um, yeah. there you go. This this is lovely. I was going to say something about Denon. I'm, I'm suddenly getting that jingle, ooh, Denon. That must be a different Denon. Ooh, Denon. Yeah, you know it too, don't you? I do, But that, yeah. that, can't, ooh, be, that can't be this Denon. That must be another Denon. No, I think it's one word, isn't it, that jingle? Oh, Denon. Uh, oh, it's, it's a yogurt. Oh, OK. Oh, this is not a yogurt. Andy is not, <laughs> not selling a yogurt. He is not selling a fantastic mini hi-fi. What are you not selling, yes. Ted? Talking of yogurts... Is there, is, is there an egg in yogurts? No, I gave you a lovely link there. I said, talking of oh, not you? selling, what are you not selling? And we went back to yogurt. Anyway, eggs and yogurt. What? What? Tell me the. Tell me the. I've no idea. Well, I've not, no idea where, where we've gone there. But I, I'll pull it back to the Asda oh, egg blame cooker. Blame me. Blame me. Get on with it. Go on then. I didn't understand your link, and I still don't. I'm very sorry. Um, the Asda egg cooker. I was uh, that you remember that um, cooker? Sorry, egg cooker cum toaster that we had on the show. Oh, I do. Was it still in the kitchen? And I haven't used it since we talked about right. it. Well, yes, mine mine's being has been used, and it gave up the ghost. The the, the thing just stopped working. Basically, right. the, I, I guess I guess it just ran out of steam. And oh, there's the, a gag the, there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. The, the plate um, that's, that heats up for the eggs does, it wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, Ugh, what do you do with this? So I chucked it away. Anyway, so I was on the lookout for a replacement. Then I remembered that I still had my old toaster in the cupboard, um, which this had replaced. And I thought, oh, well, actually, I don't need a toaster. I just use that one. I'll go and get an egg cooker. Um, and so I was doing my Asda shop one week. And I saw, happened to notice on Asda, for seven quid, no, 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 sorry, it's eight quid. For eight quid, they had this little domey egg cooker, electric egg cooker. And it's basically the same thing that was on the end of that toaster. You put some water in the thing, you put your eggs in, you put the domey lid on, plug it in and turn it on, and it cooks your eggs. And, and, and that's it. But it's really cute and it's really cheap for eight quid. I couldn't believe it. And they delivered it with your shopping. Apparently, um, as the the driver as told me that anything at all that is um, in the shop that you can buy, that they will deliver with the lorry. And I didn't know. Wow! That, so, so if they were selling a fifty-inch TV, you could actually get one. Yeah. Right. Wow! Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's what he said. Anything we sell, you can get. Um, and um, yeah, have, have it delivered. Anyway, so um, you put your um, you put your um, water in the bottom. You turn it on, and you cook your eggs away now the only downside of this eight quid almost cheap as chip special is that um 
it hasn't it's not got an auto off there's no timer so uh, you've got okay. to i had to employ my 199 egg timer that we previously covered on the show and stick it on there and just time it and then make sure you go and turn it off because if you don't turn it off it will just keep going and burn itself out ah right so you yes. you, you do need to be very careful um in in using it um it has got an on off switch but i'm not sure why given the aforementioned but um yeah, it's really good. You can put seven eggs in it, and it comes with this little steaming tray thingy. I'm not quite sure what you're supposed to do it to, to be honest, but it's a little plastic thingy, Yeah. and it's a, a little trough, and in the diagrams, they show someone putting it inside the dome and then turning it on and steaming, but I'm not quite sure what you would put in there to steam. I, I don't know. Do you put your broccoli in there, or do you, do you put a... You don't pr- mean the you... thing that, that stands several eggs. No, that's always in there. No, I don't know. No, 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 I don't know. I don't know either. So if anyone anyone listeners know what you're supposed to steam in this thingy, then perhaps you're supposed to steam eggs. Perhaps if you crack an egg in that thingy and just oh, steam yes, it, you could poach it, it. Cook you it. Could poach it, yes. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's all to do with eggs. Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, the point is that it was um, as the special, eight quid, and it's um, it works an absolute treat. I always, nearly always have my eggs hard-boiled for sandwiches, but if you wanted them softer, you'd obviously need to play about with the timings and, and, and work out where to, take, to, to stop it if you want to um, have a soft-boiled egg or whatever. But, yeah, recommended. My mother has and uses frequently another device very similar that you brought to the show maybe two or three years ago by now. Uh, very similar, uh, which does have a type, so sort of oblong affair with an with a oblong plastic lid that goes over the top, and that does have a, t- a countdown timer and beeps right. at her when it's ready. Um, I bet it won't, uh, but it's not eight quid from ours. No, I can't remember, but you, you it's your fault, whatever it was. <laughs> I see. I'll tell you something that's your fault yes. is that you and I have ended up with Lenovo Smart Clock. We have. Units. We need a special jingle for this feature, don't we? I'm mean, Lenovo. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Lenovo. No, that's been taken. Um, <laughs> yes, do carry I've on, got, sir. I, I've, I've got some sad news, really, um, because. Uh, you gifted this to me for my for my Christmas, and I'm really grateful. But I, I do have some issues with my network here in yes, the yes. in the static. And as I've mentioned before, I think I I've got a phone here that um when I, it's an iPhone SE 2020, and whenever I turn it on, it crashes the network and it slows it all down horribly. I've never got to the bottom of that. I don't know why it does it. It just does it anyway. This Lenovo clock does exactly the same thing. So. If you turn it on in the daytime, if I turn it on during the daytime, it seems to just suck out the bandwidth from whatever's going on. And and anything else I'm trying to do with other devices, it doesn't work or it works really slowly or it just drags everything down. So it's really annoying in that respect. So... What I'm tending to do now is to turn it on at night and turn it off during the day. So by the bed, it's working as a clock and I can play about with it and, and talk to it if I feel brave. Um, and uh, um, during the daytime, I switch it off so that I got everything else working properly. Never got to the bottom of what that is, but clearly it's the same as what it is for the iPhone um, answers on a postcard for that one. <laughs> but I have been having a bit of fun with yeah. um 
playing about with the the voice and uh, you know saying to um the 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 google lady um what's the weather and she replies and say and then, and then what was the, even more amazing was that when after the reply if you say thank you then she says you're welcome or something yes, yes. and it's it's like having a conversation with a computer it's very star trekish and and it's just really really good fun i i do think that it would be quite nice if it did video even on a basic level even if it was just youtube or something yes. but it's not really for that it's a simple clock. It's got a lovely colourful screen and lots of nice options to play with. So I can play with it and I am very grateful for the gift um, and I do muck about with it um, but I only do that when I go to bed and not during the daytime. But then that's fine because it is supposed to be a bedroom bedside clock. But anyway, how have you been getting on with yours? Because you, presumably, you've been in the country long enough to use it. Haven't you? <laughs> yes, I have, Ted. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry about your network issues. I mean, you know, I'm lucky to be living in, 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 a, in a fixed home, as it were, with, with a good internet connection yeah. with wifi, uh, and Wi-Fi throughout. So we don't have that problem. And the Wi-Fi signal is strong and it, it plays very happily with the, the other children on our Wi-Fi network. So I'm sorry <laughs> that you don't that you have those issues because for me obviously it just sits there day in day out and and does yeah, what it does yeah. i think sure. it's it's a lovely size i like the look of it i've got a simple clock face on mine um and i remember before we actually got them i forgive me for forgetting who it was but some very kind listener um checked for me that it could indeed be switched to complete darkness because as people now famously know i i can't sleep unless i'm in a lead sealed tomb without a single speck of light and so mm -hmm. mine goes out at night um on a timer and if i mumble in the evening in the night time or say the og word it will pop up and give me enough light to get up and have a wee or whatever it is i want um and I got, there's also a lovely night light around the bottom, I'm sure you've discovered, which I've yes. also set up. I can say, oh, gee, light, and the, it will pop that up and leave it on for a minute for me. Um, I've just, I found it's a, it's a very sweet, I, I, I sort of share your, your disappointment that there's no video. But after all, as you say, it is basically a clock. Um, yeah. The problem I have, the only problem actually that I've found with it is um, unlike the other Google, you know, the Google Home and the Google, various Google speakers I have in the house, there doesn't seem to be any independent volume control between the volume of its speaking voice and, you know, the music or the podcast or whatever it is you're playing. So at night, for instance, I have it set oh, to go right. on very quietly. So I'm lying in bed and it's about a foot away from my ears. So I only need it very, very gentle. And yet when I speak to it, the voice blares out quite loudly and that voice is not unlike the other speakers, independently controllable of the sound of the music that it's playing. Right. But other than that, I've, you know, it's, it's classic Aiden Bell. I, I, because I'm becoming old and forgetful, I get a device, I, I work out how it works, I set it up and I put it there, but then five minutes later, I can't tell you how I did it or what I did. I just say, oh, well, it's there and it works. And that's basically what I've right. done with this. The other thing, of course, that, that, that we both have is the QI charging pad that it sits on. Chi. Um, Chi. Bless you, sir. It's a, it's a very nice. Yeah, and this has got a very nice little chi pad that sticks out on the side. And one day in 150 years time, if my hotly awaited Astro Slide phone ever arrives, that will mm. be my first chi charging phone for a long while. And I'll actually get to see whether that works or not. Uh, have you tested it, does. it out? Does yeah. it? And it, it works fine. I think you had a bit of trouble with the positioning of it at one point, though, didn't you? You said the coil well, wasn't quite so big as it might be. Yeah, I, I think it is quite fussy in terms. But, but a lot of chi chargers are like yeah, that they're, yeah. they're, 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 some of them are fussy and some of them are not and so you know you've got to pay quite a lot of money to get a decent chi charger and it's and it's a slow charger as you'd expect um, yes. but but that's okay but because if, yeah, if yeah. it's overnight then it's no problem 
Um, but the uh, what I was going to say about the volume was: Have you tried um, talking to it and saying, um, telling it to turn the volume? Oh yes, so, right. So 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 put so put so, hear me out. So put some music going say from youtube music yep. and then say turn the volume down yep. so get while the music is playing get the volume where you want yep. it for the music and then um adjust the the, the plus and the minus yep. buttons on that. the top you've done, done all, all that, that right i mean i've said to it play music then i've said set the volume to 100 percent, and i've asked it what the right. time is and it says the time is you know okay. <laughs> it okay. becomes irish when it shouts um then I've said, set the volume to 2% and the music drops to a point where you can barely hear it. And then I ask it the time and it says the time in a still relatively loud voice. So then I press the okay. volume down, 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 down until I can't hear the music at all. And I ask it the time and it tells me the time in a relatively loud voice. So there must be okay. a cutoff point for the volume of the voice, which is a bit of a shame. But other than that, I do think it's a very attractive little bedside clock. It's a bedside clock with bonus features, isn't it? I blame that woman. It must be her fault. Oh, I don't that have the woman. woman. I have an American man, love. Do you? Oh, I do, love. <laughs> I have a man. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've, I got fed up with that woman all oh, years ago. We have, a, we have an American man talking to us now. That's really odd. I, I find that decision really odd. Uh, firstly, on the basis that you would choose to have an American voice... <laughs> Over a British voice. Well, there was no and Scottish second, voice available. <laughs> and second, and secondly, that you would choose a, a male over a female. I just assumed that all males would always prefer to have a, a gentle female voice. That's really yeah, odd. No, I yeah. just found. I don't know. I found her voice. I mean, I the one thing that I hate with a passion about all of these, about Google, Alexa, Siri, the lot of them. They are machines. Don't try to be a person. <laughs> be a machine. Don't say. I know it's funny when it says you're welcome, but it's only funny two or three times. And then it's like, <laughs> yeah, stop yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You're a machine. Yeah. Talk like a machine. When it says... I will do this, or uh, it talks about itself in the first person, and it's just ah. There you are. I've had my yeah, little rant I, as I, well. I do understand <laughs> what you're saying, but I, I do. I, at the moment, I'm still finding that quite good fun. Right. Um, I've actually turned that off because I found that that feature is lovely. You can say, what time is it, blah, 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 thank you. And then Google will say, you're welcome. But then if you turn to your friend and say, oh, I've forgotten I need to find my keys. Google will suddenly say, I can help you find your keys in this way. And it's like, shut up. I wasn't yeah. talking but, to you. The... But, but, I, but you see, I, I'm still at the stage of finding that funny right. too. It, so... Yeah, I suppose also because you're, you, you're on your own, so you're not talking as yeah, much. Yeah. I, I'm in the house with my mother. So if I ask Google a question and my mother wants to contradict or ask me something else or tell me that the dinner's ready, Google will also hear that and will try to join in with that conversation. Yeah. So... um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's all, I, I think it's all quite good fun, though. I, I'm sure that in time I'll probably get fed up with it, like you. But make sure um, you go moment. through because when you, if you're in the fun stage, ask it to sing you a song, ask it to tell you a joke, ask it what a bassoon sounds like, ask it what noise an uh, yeah, rabbit makes. I mean, I've done all, all that. that stuff. And if you say "Beam me up, Scotty," and there's all sorts of Easter eggs in there. Yeah, to yeah. Have fun I, with. I, I've been I've, I've been doing yeah, that for yeah, years yeah. Um, <laughs> because of um, the assistant working on other oh, devices. Yes, yes, yeah. But but on the on the, that little clock i don't know i think it's because uh, previously i've not wanted to talk to machines yes. but actually i'm now beginning to come around to the idea I think, don't you find it is... wonderful at night when you roll over and all you have to say is oh gee what time is it what time is it instead of having to turn the light on and look at your watch or roll over and look at the clock face you just sort of ask the universe what time it is i find things like that very helpful <laughs> 
<laughs> I've never done that. I just look at the or clock. setting an alarm. You 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 fall asleep at night and you say, "Wake me up yeah. at you know half past eight or whatever but, it is." Yeah, that is one thing I would like it to do is to talk to my podcast service, which um, I, because at the moment by the bed I have a podcast player um, and um, audio books as well from Audacity, yes. not Audacity from Audible.com, oh, yeah, yeah. and um, I have something playing me to sleep every night. Um, and I would happily do that through the through the clock, yeah. but it doesn't support my service. I think it does Spotify, but that's about it. So that's a bit of a shame. Oh, shame but on Google, anyway, yes. It's all good. It's all good Good fun, and I'm, I'm enjoying having it. It's just that I have to restrict its use and turn it off at night. I mean, off at the daytime. Yes, which is a shame. But there we are. So that's the first double review we've ever done, isn't it, Ted? Yeah, it certainly is. That was really good fun. Okay, back on track. Ian Barton, yet another desk lamp, he says. <laughs> I use this as a desk lamp, not a bedside one. It has a wide range of brightness and lighting modes. You can swivel both the upright arm and the lamp. There is a soft touch. Sorry, I'll say that again. There is a touch control too (laughs) with a memory function. So you can power it on directly into your preferred mode. It is powered by USB. The only moan is that the power cable is micro USB and not USB-C. So that's a bit oh, of a right. shame. That's a the bit disc- old school, yeah. The de- and the description is a bit misleading on that. It says also it doesn't contain a battery, so you have to plug it in via USB all the time. So uh, if you're reading the, the description, be aware of those points, says Ian. Um, it hasn't got a battery. It only works if you plug it in. A bit like our Lenovo clocks. Indeed. Do you know what? This is really lovely. I mean, this would look gorgeous on my bedside table next to the Lenovo clock. Mm, wow. Mm. And I know, I'm sorry, and I know you're saying it's a desk lamp, not a bedside lamp, but I would probably use it as well. It, it is very nice. It's a really, really attractive lamp. Do you not think so, 24, 7, 24.79 it yeah. is. And yes, it does look. Oh, there's a £2 voucher off as well. I mean, I don't need so, one. I wish I wanted one. I won't buy one. But again, into that famous category of I wish I had a use case because it's really nice. One of these LED lamps that I brought to the show previously, the, the on-off button's going wonky, incidentally. When I press it, which I'm doing now, I can't turn the blue and thing on. And it's giving up the ghost. Well, I'm not sure. You get what you pay for, Ted. Yeah, that's probably to some degree true. I actually can't turn it on now. Last <laughs> night I was struggling. I'm now. Oh yeah, I've just got it on there. Well, while it's you're a bit of a while you're struggling, though. I just noticed. Do you know what? We're 33 <laughs> minutes into this podcast and we haven't had a jingle. Ted's top tips. Ted's top tips. Ted's top tips. And now we have. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Right, here's some win- here's some winter advice. My top tips is I never as you know, I never moan about being cold, but even this week or last week I had to admit that I'd woken up in the night with a blue nose. I my I was absolutely frozen wow. and I thought this this can't be very good for you. Even if I am under 65, it can't be very good for you. So I thought I'd gather together a few winter advice tips. Yeah. Um the first one being if you're not mobile and or 65 or over, some of these incidentally have come from the NHS website. Right. Heat your home to at least 18 degrees. Oh, here, here, yes. Which is what you said earlier, wasn't it? Keep your bathroom at 18... Sorry, keep your bedroom at 18 degrees all night if you can. Mm-hmm. And keep a bedroom, the bedroom windows closed. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
that that surprises me. That surprises me, Ted, because I'd always no no. I I, I mean I'd always heard that, that that fresh air is is vital and that air can become stagnant. Do you remember? I even got this wonderful thing in my bedroom now that recycles the air for me that I brought onto the show not long ago, and I do indeed sleep with my bedroom window open a crack. But then again, perhaps yeah. if we're talking about people over sixty-five, the situation could be very different. So, yeah, yeah, not sure about so, the window. Yeah. I, I like to keep my window open, but if it but if it's really that cold, I don't. Right. Um, I do. Get, I, I get the thing about fresh air, and it's very COVID friendly to have fresh air moving Absolutely. around, of course. Yes. But um, anyway, um, if you're under sixty-five, fit and healthy, you um, you can safely have your home cool than eighteen as long as you're um, comfortable in oh, it. Oh no, so thank you. I'm not comfortable in it at all. No. <laughs> Use a hot water bottle or electric blanket, but not both at the same time. Um, have at least one hot meal a day. Now, this is one I'm. This is one of the ones I'm not. I, I'm often guilty of because if I'm not going anywhere or doing anything, I quite often don't have a hot oh, meal. Oh, cold temperature, I, Ted. I, yeah. I, yeah, I, I kind of am happy to live on sandwiches and um, having coffee and sandwiches and tea and sandwiches. Um, so it, apparently eating regularly keeps to help you helps to keep you yes, warm. Yes, but then again, I mean, if you drink tea like I do, I mean, I have about literally four or five cups of tea of a morning while I'm while I'm waking up. So that probably constitutes the same heat as a hot meal, doesn't it? Indeed it does, yeah. OK, so carrying mm-hmm. on... Um, Lots of hot drinks. Oh, that that was your one. Um, draw curtains at dusk and keep doors closed to block oh, out yes, drafts. Yes. Fairly obvious, yeah. Wear thick socks or even two pairs. I sometimes wear two pairs of socks. Yes. <laughs> and that keeps your keeps your extremities yes, warm. Yes, my mother so wears socks do with at night as well. Yes, bed socks are yeah. the kind of thing, aren't they? Indeed. Um, and also, when out, when the sun is out in the daytime, and this happened this week, open the blinds and curtains, let in the warmth. So when the sun is out, get it in and try and trap it in your house. Yes, yes, certainly agree. And try to, and try to move around is the last um, tip, really. Go for a walk, even if it's inside the house and you can't go out. Walk around, go upstairs, go downstairs, wander around and and move, and don't just sit and vegetate like I'm guilty of doing. <laughs> we all are, Ted. We all are. I wonder who bought it. Right, this time it is portable laundry hooks. Oh, and these look interesting little things. You get twenty of them for eleven quid. Um. And someone has bought these on the affiliate link. Not sure who, obviously. Um, and they're these kind of hook thingies. Um, the the you you hang them up wherever you want to, really. And they've got these rubberized clippy things on. And then you can obviously hang anything off of the rubber rubberized clippy that the clip will clip onto. Those pegs so, with their individual coat hanger hook. Exactly. Um, so they, they hang them up. And Very nice. You can, I mean, they're, they're suggesting that you can hang towels, socks, shoes, gloves, hats, scarves, Teddy bears, any other clothes. picture as well. Yeah, clothing accessories. Um, and, and they're also they're saying that they sell them to shops and um, display units and, and they can be used in business mm-hmm. as well. But yeah, you can pretty much hang what you like um, with these. Um, and, and apparently the, the clamping force on the clamps is strong and it does look strong. They rotate through 360 degrees, 60 degrees. 
Um, and yeah, just hang things up. Anything you need hanging, you can hang up. And they're, they're um, well, kind of cheap as chips if you take them individually. If you divide it, 54 50 pence. P? 54 pence per each. Yeah, That's not bad at all, is it? Very good, yeah. So portable laundry. Thank you to whoever got that for the um, for, via the Amazon affiliate link. If you can do that to help me out and chuck a few shekels my way via Amazon, then please go to tinyurl.com forward slash Amazon Ted UK. All you've got to do is go to that URL, tinyurl.com forward slash Amazon Ted UK, and it will take you straight into Amazon. Whatever you buy will cost you no more, but it's then linked up to my affiliate link. I won't know who you are, but they just give me a, a percentage of what you buy. So thank you for those using that. Oh, it's like buses, isn't it? You get no jingle for half an hour and then three arrive at once. <laughs> <laughs> Right, this week um, we got some needle threaders, right? <laughs> it sounds like an insult on EastEnders. You stupid needle threader. <laughs> yes. But sorry, do continue. Mum, I, I watched my mum trying to ne thread this needle and she said, I can't get this blooming cotton through this hole. And so I had a go. And I, you know, I've got much younger eyes than her and coordination. And I couldn't do it either. And I, In the end, we did. And it just it was just a load of effort. Anyway, needle threaders, cheapest chips, five of them for two quid, <laughs> 40p each. And it's just so obvious and so simple. You put this thing through the eye of the needle, this collapsible kind of bit of wire almost. You put the threads inside the hole when it opens up the other side and then pull it back through. Hey! Just simple and genius, isn't it? Some of the best ideas are the simple ones. Um, I loved your comment so, yeah, when you just... put it there saying, I can't understand why anybody would want five. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I I said that to my mum. Yeah. I got her um, a five of these. She said, well, no, I don't know why I need five either. But anyway, um, there it is. It's a really, really simple idea, and it works really well. It's just a, basically a bit of wire that springs open and then clamps shut, and then you pull it through. Really, really good um, and simple. I... And the other thing... Go on. I, I'm sorry, I was just going to say I concur. That was all. <laughs> All right, OK. And the other thing that I just want to quickly note on, which I think I've mentioned before, which we got this week for cheap of cheapest chips, is this really good antiviral bacterial hand sanitizer stuff, which I know that there's millions of these out there and all different prices. But this one we stumbled into some time back. We keep going back to oh, it because it's yes, really yes. good. It's, it's called... Ineos, I-N-E-O-S, and it's £4.35 for half a litre. Um, but it's just the right kind of viscosity, if that's the right word. It, it, and, it and it smells really, really strongly of alcohol or whatever chemical it is. Um, and, and you have a real deal. Of, once you, When you've washed your hands in this stuff, you have a real feeling of confidence that, 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 that COVID doesn't yes. stand a bleeding earthly yeah. chance of getting you. So... Um, yeah, really good. If if you're looking out for a an option for um, a hand sanitizer, that's one that we would recommend, and we keep going back to. Oh, good stuff. Yes, I might get myself some of that. I want one. I want one. I want one. I want one of those. And another one. My word. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute. I'm going to slurp okay. my coffee here. My voice is going. Okay, I'll have a, Stand I'll by. Have a... do, do a bit of talking for a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Tease of the day with Ted Salmon and Aidan Bell. <sighs> right. <sighs> now, I want a Mac stand adjustable laptop stand. Okay. Then you should have one. So there are many different laptop stands, but this is a quite an interesting one because it's like a little kind of robot almost, and you put your laptop on it, and you can then adjust the legs, the two legs, the, the what looks like a human leg, really, into whatever um, position you want to, using the knee and the ankle to to change it up and down, move it around, wherever you want to. There's a, a picture of uh, a guy actually sat yes. on a park park bench with it under his legs. So he, he's sat on the, the, the bottom kind of plate of it. And it, and, and it, he's, he's clearly made it a very comfortable position. Um, now, it's on a, a Kickstarter and it's $119. <sighs> so it's not cheap, but it looks like it's made really, really solidly. So, um, yeah, I, I really like the look of it. It's called Max Stand. And we'll put a link in the show notes as always. Fancy one of those? Apologies if anyone just heard me belch. And yes, I really like that. I would have called it the Flamingo myself. Um, oh, yeah. I think it's fabulous. Again, I have no use case for one. I only I have a laptop that I only use occasionally. It's enormous. It would probably bring this thing to the ground. But um, no, it's it looks lovely. It really does look like a nice bit of kit. And on a similar theme... Do you remember yes. that? <laughs> so I wonder what the, what the deathly silence was for, Ted. I was just trying to get my head around the um, remembering what the the last one oh, that uh, was called. Do you remember that glass one? Uh, it was like a, a riser, a stand. Oh, and it's uh, made, yes, it, a monitor riser. You've got. Yeah, yes, it was, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. A, a a glass thingy. That's right. Well, this is a, a a variation of that. It's not as big as that one I got before, but it's a a, pla- a kind of more plastic, solidy looking one, not glass. But it's but one of the the um, USPs of this one is that you you can plug in a cable to it and on the right hand side it's got a chi charger not only that it's got a pass through charger on the front from a usb a so you can also plug in whatever you want from the front to to the front of the device and hook it all up so it's a riser for your monitor but it's also quite smart in the sense that it's got a charger and cables and stuff to actually just expand what you're doing um as well as being able to put your keyboard underneath um the whole thing when it's not in use so that caught my eye this week as well um 95 quid on quick starter but actually that glass one was probably getting on for that price anyway um and it looks like it's a, a really nice um idea good stuff I prefer this one to the glass one, actually, very much. And same old, same old, Ted. I wish I needed one. It's lovely. I don't need one. I wish I did. Yeah. Still using and still using. Oh, is it me? <laughs> I was falling asleep at the back. Yay! I'm still using my Cronaby Seckel Hybrid Smartwatch. I used to wear a smartwatch. I'm trying to remember what the last one was that I had. It's gone from me. But, you know, you've seen one smartwatch. You've seen them all as far as I'm concerned these days. It was a very clever smartwatch. And I did about I used about five percent of the things that it did. And I realized that as a person who doesn't take to social media and doesn't have any interest or indeed trust in fitness tracking in a watch, I just didn't need a smartwatch in inverted commas, yet I did want to get the occasional notification if I had an email come through or uh, something important or indeed a phone call. It would help me let me know that my phone was ringing if it was elsewhere. 
And I found this after some research. I found the Cronaby watch, which looks, and to all intents and purposes, is a good old-fashioned hands and dials and buttons watch. Um, if you didn't know it was a smartwatch and you picked it up and looked at it, you wouldn't realise it was a smartwatch. It looks and feels and smells and touches just like a good old-fashioned watch. It's even got a good bit of heft to it. It feels like an expensive watch. It actually cost me £194 when I brought it onto the show um, on the 11th of December 2020. Um, and I'm still using it because it does exactly what I want. It sits in that middle ground in between a full-on smartwatch or an absolutely not dumb normal watch. It has basically three ways it notifies you. The two hands move together either to the five pass position, the ten pass position or the quarter pass position and together with that movement you get a vibration in the watch and you can set it up yourself. I mean personally I know the way I've set it up if the hands hit the five pass position I know that's a social media message come in. If they hit the ten pass position it's an email and if they hit the quarter pass position it's a phone call coming in. It doesn't give me any more information than that. I don't want any more information than that. It's simply a way of saying Aidan you have either one, two or three. Look at your phone. Um, and I love it. And it's a smart watch. Uh, I haven't had to even think about the battery since I got it. It's got a regular battery inside there that hasn't run out, hasn't needed changing since I bought it two years ago. Um, and it's a smart watch and I enjoy wearing it and it tells the time as well. <laughs> Did you say it vibrates to alert It you? does. It's got a vibrate in yeah. it. So I can feel the vibration, have a quick glance at it and see where the hands are sitting. And that tells me which of the three indications it's, it's giving me. It looks like it can also control your music and your camera. There are buttons on the sides. Again, this is classic Aiden only bothering with a percentage of what it does. You can use the buttons on the side. Uh, you can trigger if this, then that with one. There are a couple of things you can trigger. Again, I haven't bothered. Uh, there is sport that you can in some way, I think, use it for fitness tracking. But again, I'm not interested in that. I only wanted something that, that disturbed <laughs> me minimally. Um, yeah. You know, this, this is classic Aiden just accepting Shocking. what he wants and Ted doing the sensible thing, reading the instructions and learning what else it can do. It can Absolutely do other shocking. things. Um, you can, there are three or four or five or six commands that yeah. you can give the buttons on the side to perform when you press them. Um, I haven't bothered. I think, I, I think the music control will be the most useful for me. Yes. Um, so you can, uh, you know, at the very least, play and pause your music on your phone yes. or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, and there's also something called remember the spot. So, so that might become. Quite yeah, useful. I played with that when I first got it. Yeah, you can click that, and it it sticks a pin in wherever you happen yeah, to be at the yeah, time on your yeah. phone. Yeah, little. Mm. I mean, I would perhaps say gimmicky things like that 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 could be useful to some people. Um, but I also like the fact that even if you were to go down that route and use all of those functions, you still have to actually remember it. You, you can't yeah, yeah, just yeah. sit back and be an idiot and let your watch screen tell you everything. You have to remember that one press of this or two presses of that means such and such. Or when the hands go there, it's telling me this, that or the other. And I like that because, as people know, I hate automation and I hate machines that do stuff for me when I'm capable of doing it myself or when I ought to be capable of doing it myself. So I enjoy the fact that it keeps my brain cells ticking over, that I have to remember what the various indications mean. 
Yeah, I finished. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going I'm to sorry, I, I, I'm looking through um, all the other things that it does yeah. in the Ted Salmon way yes. and not the Aidan yeah. Bell but way. But I will tell you, even even if you did want to go down the Ted Salmon very sensible route of learning the things that it does do, they're still very simple. They're still very basic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just one button performs one function. There's no want, there's no back and forth. I wonder where you can buy one because uh, Amazon don't appear to be selling it now. Not it's, which... it indeed comes up as not available. I'm sure that I mean Cronaby still exists as a company, so I'm I'm sure just a quick Google of of Cronaby watches you'd find it. Jolly good, very good indeed. It looks like a lovely watch, and if I was a watch wearer, I would be all over it. I'm absolutely sure. That ought to be a song, If I Was a Watch Wearer. That really sounds like it has a poetical (laughs) ring to it. (laughs) Right, I'm still using, well, I'm not, but mum is, the Morphe Richards Fast Bake Bread Maker. We went went through this. I brought it to Whatever Works 127 in December 20, which happens to be the same month as you brought yours. It's now £65 at Amazon, and it's in use, well, it has been in use for the whole of the last year, pretty much daily. Um, Now, we're not very experimental i must admit with all sorts of different breads that mm-hmm. you can make and create with this um this this whole thing but it's just really nice to have fresh baked bread which is you know particularly lovely when it's warm and just not long cooked um it takes three hours to cook a loaf well you can do a little one in two and a half hours but that's the kind of time it takes um so you can do it overnight or um whenever you have the time to to do that um there's nothing quite like uh, first thing in the morning oh. i love Yes. lovely bit of warm bread can you remind Excellent me Ted do you, can you remind me do you, how much work is there before sitting back and waiting for the loaf to be ready do you have to do any kneading or mixing yourself or do you no, no, just nothing. chuck it all in yeah you chuck it all in you get the ingredients and you chuck them in and you turn the switch on Ooh, and that's I'm it tempted again. I was tempted back then and I'm <laughs> tempted again now Ted <laughs> and it's really good value for money we think it was £65 now as I say yeah um and when before we got this, they were paying. Mum and Dad were paying one pound eighty, I think it was, for a, a loaf at the, you know, a, pro- a proper nice loaf at yes. the, the local bakery. Um, and you know, uh, that that's like you know, um, thirty days worth, and you, you pay for this. Okay, you've got to buy the ingredients, but even so, it's really good value for money, and it's really really fresh. But you you do the whole kneading thing, don't you? Well, I I did. Let's go. Let's get the tents right. Uh. <laughs> Until I gave up, I did do the whole kneading thing. But I'm at the point now where I'm getting lazy and thinking it would be lovely just to pour the flour and the water in and sit back and wait. <laughs> um, wow. And 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 you 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 think this is a good one as far as bread makers go this is a good one to choose i don't know all i'm telling you is that we've had it in daily use for the last year and it does exactly what it says on the tin that's enough of a commendation for me definitely yeah it just works and yeah as I say we've not really been very experimental other people have made all sorts of different loaves with their bread makers we haven't really done much of that but um, we did a cheese loaf once which worked out okay but yeah we've gone for the kind of basic formula and um, we have half wholemeal and half white uh, flour and um, we've done whole meal completely as well. But anyway, but yeah, I think that's high, normal. I think with anything, you sort of find out what works for you and you settle into a routine with it. I think there's nothing wrong with that. I totally agree with you. It's a good machine and we recommend it. Yummy. OK, well, I'm going to take it the other way now and be grumpy. <laughs> Uh, I've been storing this one up and it happened again to me the other day and I thought, I am going to have wax lyrical about this one on the next show. 
my gripe this week is people who wait in a queue for some time and then when they get to the front of the queue, they start making their decision. They could be, it could be a bakery. Say you're in a bakery and somebody's in the queue and you're all waiting and they finally get to the front of the queue and then they say, hmm, I'd like one. No, maybe not. No, maybe, have you got, what about, and they start, and you think, what have you been doing while you've been stood in this queue? And then to make it worse, this is what happened the other day that really got my goat. Once they've got their purchases, then they take the shoulder bag off the shoulder and they start looking for the purse, which they can't find. So they look in the other bag and then they find it and then they see if they got enough cash or are they going to use a card? And I just think, for crying out loud, make your decisions and prepare your payment while you're in the queue. Think about other people <laughs> queuing behind you and stop being so <laughs> selfish. <laughs> Sorry, perhaps I needed that. I feel a lot better for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah people um are people uh, quite often people don't think about their environment do they no. they don't think about others around them and they're not sometimes they're not um considerate to others um but i, I don't think it's any very most times it's not malicious it's just that oh no i don't believe for one moment it's malicious no, i just no. think it's as you say it's just not stopping to think i yeah, am not the only yeah. person in the world there are other yeah, people yeah. i mean this happens when we're driving if i get irritated behind a car my mother will you know i can understand her point my mother will say to me oh for goodness sake we're not in a hurry and I say to my mother, no, we're not. But I don't know about the car behind me or the car behind that. They could have a poor pregnant woman who's being rushed to hospital. So just <laughs> think about others in the world as you go about your daily life. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I do. I do take your point. And, I, and well, these days, I was going to say I've, I've been subjected to the same thing. But these days, it, less so often because I don't go into shops very much. But yeah, I have done. I, I've been in um, the, in Tesco's in Abergelly. And, you know, there's so, w within COVID, they won't let you come approach the uh, the till until the last person is yes. actually gone. Yes. And I can a couple of times I can remember the person at the end putting their shopping away as slowly as they yes. possibly oh, could. Oh, I know. I've and, been oh, there for too. goodness sake, come on. I'm isn't it obvious there's someone waiting here. Not a word, no oh sorry, I'll try and hurry up. Nothing at yes. all. Completely tied up in their own universe yes. and yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I am with you on this. Or people at, at, at the, at, who get to the queue and they're still on the phone. So they carry on and they say to the person behind the counter, oh, hang on a second, while they finish their phone call, not thinking that everyone else behind them has also got to hang on a second. Yeah. I wouldn't, you know what, it just occurred to me while you were talking, Ted, it would be very funny if you were shopping online and you got a little pop-up saying, please wait while the customer in front of you dithers. <laughs> you know? uh, yes. Right, I'm going to throw into Room 101 the manufacturers of items which have rechargeable batteries inside them who price their items at exactly the same price as the cost of the new batteries. <laughs> yes, so, okay. uh, case, case in point here, the, um, a small fan, which is a really, really good fan. It's got two batteries inside it, which are rechargeable batteries, and they're called 18650 or something. Right. Um, and they cost £19.99 for the pair, right? Right. And the to buy a new fan, exactly the same fan as I've got, is, guess what, £19.99. Yeah. So it's just, it's just ridiculous that you... 
you know, you want to do the decent thing and not throw away stuff and landfill and and throw plastic in the ocean. But actually, they're not helping you because they're encouraging you to just get a new fan. Yes, I agree. But and it, but is it is it just batteries? I mean, I find, I would think that with anything, if a if a component is broken. And you research the price of the component yeah, or the cost yeah. to have it fixed, it would tend yeah. to be cheaper to just get a new one. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's just the way the world is, I suppose, these days. But um, I want to throw it in room 101 anyway, because I'm like that. Right, let's talk over this jingle because it goes on for hours. Okay, it's just about finished now. <laughs> so yes. what's your gold star this week? It's a lovely jingle, but it didn't half go on. What's the gold star? I, uh, over the years of podcasting that I've been involved in, I've always, always, nearly always, with a very few exceptions. I like that. Had... I've always, always, nearly always. <laughs> I've, I've, I've changed my mind mid-sentence because I'll tell you why. Because I remembered that on one occasion I had a Blue Yeti microphone. What I was going to say was I've always, 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 nearly always used Samsung microphones, right. and yes. I and I wanted to give a gold star to Samsung microphones because I've I've still got Samsung microphones from back in the day. They've been abused um, week after week with podcasting. Very often they're just on the whole time, never turn them off. They're just power going through them the whole time. I've had various models over the years. Nothing ever seems to go wrong with them, and as far as I'm concerned, they sound and reproduce the sound as well as they have done on day one like 10 or 15 years ago um, I can remember about five years ago I sent one to Dave Rich which I wasn't using anymore and he's still using that as far mm -hmm. as I know I think he mentioned it quite recently um, I've had another one for well over 10 years and it sounds just as good as on day one so yes um, I'm sure that other microphones are s similar and maybe there's not much to go wrong with microphones. Perhaps you, you don't expect them to go wrong because there's no moving parts and they shouldn't wear out the parts that, that are in them. But but anyway, there it is. Samsung microphones, gold star. Yeah, I mean, I don't know enough about microphone construction, but I think there are, there are very tiny diaphragm parts that vibrate slightly. So, they you know, they, they certainly could they could age badly or well indeed. I mean, there are some microphones which, you know, professionals like Alan Parsons, for instance, would say, oh, I want to use this microphone that was made 50 years ago because it's matured over the years like a wine. But um, no, yeah. I take the point. Samsung mics. I don't actually have a Samsung mic myself, so um, I'll take your word for it, Ted. Shame on you. Oh, we were waiting for the jingle that didn't happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. I tell you, we're there. While, while we're paused, I will say, though, that Aidan and I, off air just recently, have been talking about the possibility of freshening things up on the show a bit, changing things out a bit, maybe doing some things that differently, maybe retiring some of these sections like cheapest chips or still using or or I want I want one of those, bringing in new ideas, fresh um sections to the show or whatever. You're the listeners of what this um what we're doing here. So if you've got any ideas, please do let us know. Jump into the MeWe group and um let us know or contact us by email or whatever and, and, and let us know if you think we could introduce different things, how we could shake it up a bit and um, make it a, just a bit fresher after all this time. Perhaps it's time we just moved on a bit and did, a, did something a bit different. Do you agree, Squire? I do. We could we could do the show in Bulgarian or something one week. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I absolutely take the point. Um, anything, however wonderful it may be, 
can always benefit from a little stir of the pot. So if anybody's yeah. got a spoon out there, I'm going with this metaphor, and can stir the pot for us, let us know your thoughts. Be good to know. And yeah. no offence will be taken. I'm quite happy for people yeah, yeah, to yeah, say, yeah. I don't want to hear those ghastly, ruddy jingles anymore. That's fine. Honesty is always the best policy. So, yeah. 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 Well, what do you think, dear listener, we can do? Or indeed but, nothing. Uh, if you love it the way it is, let us know that too. Sorry, Ted, I interrupted you. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah, that would be great if you could let us know. I'll put a post in the um, the MeWe group to encourage that kind of feedback and see where we go with a bit of a shake-up. Right, there we go then. We'll be back in two weeks' time. Any last words from you, Aidan? No, I was waiting for Lawnmower Bloke to get for his son, but he he seemed to disappear. So he seems to have gone, <laughs> No, yeah. I had a good show Thanks as always, Ted. Always a very yeah. great pleasure. And whatever the format and however we do it, it's always a joy. So thank you and thank you to the listeners for making it possible. I love it. Indeed. And thank you for um, hanging in there with me as well. I think people do enjoy the show. and It's a bit of a laugh. We enjoy doing it, so... Um, why not? Oh dear, I think Whatever we're spinning works. some sycophancy here. We'd better move yeah. on. <laughs> Whateverworks.works is our website. Links to all the stuff we've been talking about in the show today. In there, tedsalmon.com for me, aidenbell.com for Aiden. We'll be back in two weeks' time, as usual, with more drivel for you to pour over when you've got nothing else to do. Um, in the meantime, I guess it's just left to say, don't forget, Trains whatever works, works. I thought I'd say something different just to shake it up a bit. Sorry. Yes. <laughs>